This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 423 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, in the last episode we talked about the new Apple iWatch. Today we're talking about the new Fitbit Sense, and I'm going to let you know where I've been and give you some insights on kind of taking your foot off the gas and how that makes you feel. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it. Thin. Check. Womp, womp, womp. Hey, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. If you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a person like you trying to lose weight. And if I were to be honest, right now, I'm really, I'm trying not to gain weight. There is a difference. And I'll explain that in, in just a bit here. But, uh, uh, today we're going to be talking about some new tools from Fitbit, but I always like to kind of start off with a weigh-in, and I am right where I was last time. I, I At this point, I fluctuate between 225 and 227. On occasion, I will bounce up quickly to 229, at which point I will be motivated to go back down, and that is because I am moving. I am in the middle of a uh, three-part I guess you could say three phase move phase one was moving my sister out of the house. We grew up in, um, into a a much better location. Phase two has been me painting everything, putting in a new kitchen floor, putting in a new bathroom, or in this case, paying someone to do these things, but I was still uh, monitoring them and I'm almost ready. Uh, in fact, in two days I'll have carpet put in. And then at the end of the month, I will be moving, and even though I'm paying people to do these things, it's uh, just, especially I've been doing all the painting. And so consequently, uh, if you didn't know, it takes me hours to put together this podcast, different things that I look at and investigate and things like that. And one of the things it, it dawned on me is I get home and I can see through my Apple watch that, uh, you know, hey, you burn some calories. I can tell, I don't know if you... I don't know what, what do you call the fat part of your thumb that whole the meat thing of your thumb between your pointer finger and your thumb that thing right there the meat there mine is so sore from holding a paint roller and then you have to you know push on the wall to have the paint actually go on it and 
it's weird. You don't realize how much you use your thumb, like, oh, I don't know, typing and everything else until it really, really hurts. So I've actually, uh, today as I record this is Columbus Day, and I took today off and did some other things, shopped. It's one of the things that's great is when you get into home ownership, and this is the second home I will be be owning, is uh, you just go to Home Depot for no apparent reason. And so what's interesting about this is I could have taken this as a time to focus on weight loss because I'm very active. I'm I The one day it said I'd gone up and down the stairs 18 times, and that's about right. But what, and I, I look back at this and go, hmm, I think this is just the lazy way. I am still cooking a bunch of food ahead of time, and that's what I eat for lunch. But for dinner, I've been just going through drive-through windows or just not making great choices. And so consequently, that's why my weight is kind of just staying the same. And so today I was thinking about this as I'm, I'm starting to slowly see the light at the end of the tunnel. Right when the carpet hits in two days, that's going to be a game changer, and that's when you're like, okay, all the stuff that I've been waiting to do until the carpet is there, I can start doing, and then I'm eventually going to, you know, move out of my apartment. I have to clean my apartment, all these other things, and it's one of those things. If you're a person that's like, hey, as soon as this happens, I can do this, and the only because re- I was like, why did I put this aside? I could have been doing this because the other thing that dawned on me is tonight I got done doing some things at the house. It was actually still nice out. And I started my watch and I said, let's go walk around the neighborhood for 30 minutes. And I did. And it dawned on me that I could have been doing this the whole time. Really, 30 minutes of exercise is is not that long. You can still do whatever it is you wanted to do. And I was like, mm, yeah, I could have probably done this. I haven't uh, ridden any kind of bike, either outside or or indoor. And most of my exercise equipment has kind of been packed up or or ready to to move and things like that. And I was just like, "Mm, you know what? Those aren't real reasons. I think those are excuses. And so it's just one of those things. It's like, "Mm, you know what? I probably could have handled this better. And I kind of knew at the time I was, but I just, I told myself I can't, you know, you, people talk about work-life balance, and I'm not sure that's possible. I, I think we we do our best to to put whatever is our top priority at the top. But life changes, things happen. And in this case, I, I think the reason I kind of put my weight loss on hold for a bit is I do have deadlines to hit. I have to be out of my apartment by a certain time and things have to be done. And I was like, the only way I'm going to get to do that is to just spend every waking hour at this house fixing it up. So... And even again, looking back at that, that's when I was like, really? You couldn't have like mixed in 30 minutes of exercise. You couldn't have done a little more work to have better food prepared. And I kind of go, yeah, I probably could. So keep that in mind. The other thing I realized, even at places like Home Depot, which is typically, you know, where you go to buy nails and spackle and pipes and wood and, you know, things like that, they are ramping up the holiday candy. And I was like, really? At Home Depot? Walmart has an entire aisle of Halloween candy. And of course, being that Halloween is only 19 days away, they're already busting out the Christmas stuff. And so 
when we talk about things that we know are bad ideas, one of them is, oh, look, the holiday candy is on sale and I should buy it now while it's available. Have you ever seen them like run out of Reese cups? I don't think so. And think about this. What if you really wanted to get a bag of Mr. Good bars, the little miniature kind for the kids, of course, let's say they did run out of Mr. Good bar miniatures and that's the ones you want to get to the kids. So you end up getting a bag of miniature Snickers. Do you really think the kids are going to go, oh, uh, that Jackson house, what a waste. Miniature Snickers. No, the kids are going to love it. So by buying it way ahead of time, it's just going to be there and saying, come eat me. I'm good. Come, you can have just one. Come now. We know that, right? We do know that. So. I, this is the nice thing about me. I don't, I'm a, I'm a a bit of a party pooper. I don't participate. In fact, my neighborhood in general, because it's a a weird apartment complex. I don't know if we're just old fuddy duddies, a bunch of old Scrooges. We don't really participate much in the whole handing out of candy, which is kind of a bummer for the kids. Uh, But it's good for me because I don't have to worry about, oh, because I would buy, that's what I'd be buying. Reese cups, Mr. Good bars. I guess that's the other thing you could do. If you're like, look, I don't want to be a fuddy duddy. I want to support the kids because you're only a kid once. Buy candy you hate. So just buy, I don't know, raisins. <laughs> or I love raisins, so I'm trying to think if there's any candy. Butterfingers I'm not a huge fan of. It's always like chocolate-covered dust. So maybe that's the way you go. Buy candy that you don't want. When it comes to food tracking, there's a new name in town, and that is Chronometer. It's a great app that gives you tons of stats, and their database is a whole lot more accurate than things like MyFitnessPal. Oh, and it's cheaper. One of my favorite things is if I have a food that's not in the database, I simply scan the label, and the software inputs the information for you. You can check out Chronometer by going to LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. That's LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. Have you checked out the Logical Weight Loss Resources section? We have things like calorie trackers, breath analyzers, water reminders, weight loss challenges, scales, fitness trackers, habit reinforcement, mental health, weight training. If you have sore muscles, we've got resources for that. Some of my favorite books, our favorite supplements, it's all there. Go over to LogicalLoss.com slash resources. What if you took the accountability of Weight Watchers and combined it with the support of a like-minded community and the spark of a weight loss challenge? Well, you can find out at monthlychallenge.fit. The next challenge starts on the 1st. Use the coupon code NOW100 to get your first month free. Go to monthlychallenge.fit. The Fit Track. This is a uh, a company that's come out with a really pretty cool smartwatch that doesn't cost near what all the you know. I I have an iPhone, an iPhone. I have an iWatch. Uh, I have all these different things that I've played with, and the it's called an Atria. And if you just go to you know logicalloss.com/slash Fit Track, you can see this. And where, you know, an iWatch is going to cost you hundreds of dollars, 
you know, in some cases, I think mine was what, what here? Let me just go to Apple here because Apple just came out with a new one. We, we talked about that, I believe, on the last episode and how it, they just keep getting, you know, they're, they're handy. They're cool. You can check your your blood oxygen level and things like that. But it's, you know, they're, it's it's weird that we just blink away at hundreds of dollars. And, of course, they're all getting prettier. They have all sorts of fun little, you know, straps and things like that that you can buy. But uh, I'm trying to see here. Yeah, they're at least. Now, that's just for the band. I mean, they started like four hundred dollars and the fit track one is I want to say a hundred and I think it's ninety nine. If you go to my link, let me see here. Uh, the Atria Fitness Tracker survey says uh, if I go to I should have done this ahead of time. I'm scrolling as fast as I can. Here it is. By now. I couldn't see it. it was at the very, yeah, 99 bucks. So I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then Fitbit came out with some new stuff. Now I was an avid Fitbit person and it was interesting because you've ever had like a, a, a partner or a spouse that really made you mad and you thought I will never forgive them. And then years go by and you go, eh, they weren't, they weren't that bad. Fitbit lost my account. I mean, I used them for a decade probably. And then the one day I went to log in, they're like, nope, you don't exist. I'm like, what do you mean I don't exist? And all this history. I'm oh, sorry. Oops, we got hacked. And so I bought an iWatch. I was like, I'll show you. I'll go pay too much money for this other device. And so they're, they, both devices now have the, the ability to measure your blood oxygen level, which is really handy during the times of COVID right now. But Fitbit came out with a new one called uh, Fitbit Sense. And they also came out with a new Fitbit Verse, uh, version three. That is $239. Uh, and that pretty much has everything that's ever been on a Fitbit, sleep, bit, you know, sleep tracking, um, stairs, heart rate, things like that. And both of these, along with Apple, are now really getting the motivation, making you breathe, things like that. And so the new Fitbit verse comes with the Amazon Assistant, who I will refer to as Lexi, so I don't set her off, and the Google Assistant. Now, here's something to keep in mind, because you're kind of like, ooh, that would be cool if I could have Lexi or the Google Assistant with me every time, anywhere. All I'd have to do is have my watch on. Um do you also have your phone with you? Because if you do, you already have Lexi and Google with you. I have an iPhone, and I, I on the Lexi app, I can turn it on, press a button, and talk to her and add things to the shopping list and everything like that. So keep that in mind. But the Fitbit Sense is $329. So again, we're, we're in the range of the new iWatch. And they came out with this thing called the EDA scan app. And I was like, okay, what's the EDA scan app do? And so what it does is it it detects electro, mm -hmm, here we go, electrodermal activity in which may, keyword there, may indicate your body's response to stress and reveals a graph in the Fitbit app to illuminate it. The new EDA sensor on Fitbit Sense measures electrodermal activity responses using the EDA scan app. Place your palm over the face of the device. So you put your hand over the Fitbit. 
to detect small electrical changes in the sweat level of your skin. Um, 10 measuring your EDA responses can help you understand your body's response to stressors and help you manage your stress. You can do a quick EDA scan on a device to see your responses or pair it with a guided mindfulness session in the Fitbit app to see how your body responds during meditation or relaxation. At the end of your session, you will see an EDA response, uh, kind of a graph on the device and in the mobile app to gauge your progress over time and reflect how you feel emotionally. So basically what it does is you put your hand over it, it measures your sweat, I guess, and says, yep, you're stressed out. And then it might give you, again, some sort of guided meditation. So that is something that's not on the Apple iWatch. It's new. They're all measuring different things now. They're, but they're both measuring the uh, the new uh, Fitbit Sense does measure the oxygen level, just like the iWatch. So this is the one thing. That, the difference now is that the Fitbit Sense does everything that an iWatch does, and it has your Google and Amazon assistance, and it has an EDA scan app to help you figure out if you're stressed or not. And so I bring this back to, uh, and they both measure your temperature. I'm not sure if the the cheaper Fitbit, the Verse Three, does, uh, but I know the scan does because just the the it basically the Fitbit sense senses everything. And so, you know, these come in handy. Again, the uh, the Fit Track from uh, you know the the I guess it's called a a, tier, a trio by Fit Track doesn't quite cover all of these things, but it does most of these things. And again, it's much much cheaper. And I say this that sometimes we get a little bit, and I'm so guilty of this. I mean, I bought an aura ring. I talked about this in the last episode. Cause I was like, Oh, that might be cool to track your temperature and it tracks your heart rate and things like that. And I, I am finding some of this, believe it or not, you already knew like today is Columbus day. I didn't have to work. So I didn't set an alarm. And I think I slept until nine 30, which is unheard of for me. And I woke up, and put on my, my aura ring was already on because it measures my sleep and uh, hit the button and the aura ring said, wow, you had a good night's sleep and it looks like you're rested. Not really sure I needed to pay $300 to figure that out. It has mentioned some things from time to time that my heart rate is, my resting heart rate is going up. You know, are you under stress? Well, yes, I am. I'm dealing with contractors and paint and deadlines and things like that. Do Do we... Do we really need that? I don't know. It's kind of interesting. But if you heard about this and was like, hey, what's the big deal with the new Fitbit? That's it. They have some sort of way of measuring, are you stressed out by putting your hand over the face and it measures your sweat and things of that nature. And uh, what's I guess what's kind of interesting about all these is the, the new iWatch version 6 is out. Uh, and again, both Fitbit and Apple now are, are also this is probably where the real money is. It's kind of like a printer. The printer, you make it affordable, and then all the accessories like, I don't know, ink are through the roof. And so in this case, Apple and, and Fitbit, not really making them super affordable, 
But every time they come out with a new version, the other versions that have less features on them get more affordable. They get cheaper. And then what uh, Fitbit and Apple are doing, both now have kind of premium where you can have exercises on your watch or on your device. Or if you have an iPad, you can log in your Fitbit and see that. So it's an interesting little tool, but uh, it's just going to be interesting to see as these get more and more advanced, the older ones get cheaper and cheaper. And then you have things like, you know, the fit track at logicalloss.com slash fit track. That is what would have been amazing five years ago is now looked at as like, ah, that's got some of the basics. And sometimes that's all you need. The other thing with uh, the Fitbit is now they're saying it will stay charged for seven days. That is one thing. My, my Apple iWatch, there's no way that thing goes maybe a day and a half. And if I haven't charged it, I'm out of luck. The uh, Fit Track is has seven days, and now Fitbit is saying, "Hey, we we now have seven days." To where the Fit Track is like, "Yeah, we've kind of had that for a while now." So, like I say, technology is always fun, and whatever you're using, uh, you know, keep that in mind. It it can be motivational. point I wanted to kind of reflect on is I, I'm kind of going through this phase is I think it was last week I noticed, and this is something I hardly ever do. And that is I had two days that I did not track my food at all. And normally that is just something I do. I'm using a chronometer makes it super easy, super fast. But for some reason, again, I was like, ah, I'll get to it later, and then you never do. And so what I'm noticing here, and I've said this before, when you are doing the wrong thing, especially if you know it's the wrong thing, what you're really doing is, well, you're practicing it. And you're getting better and better and better at it. So today, I was like, hey, it's, you know, it's a new week. It's time to get back on track and so I took some time actually before I recorded this, put my food in for the day. I was happy to see that I'm actually way down on my calories because I kind of skipped lunch again because, well, I'm painting and things of that nature and I'll get to that later. And yeah, I never got to it later. So that's kind of fun when you put off eating in a way. And, but I, I do notice then it's weird in just a very short amount of time when you stop doing the right thing and you have to kind of, quote, get back on the horse, it's odd as much as it's so easy to fall back into the wrong routine. I found it very interesting that it wasn't hard. It wasn't like, oh, my God, kind of difficult. But I had to really kind of mm, just a little nudge, little twist of the arm to get back to tracking my food. So realize this, I, I'm I'm saying this kind of on the other side, keep doing the right things. Don't do those things that you know are like, mm, this is not a good idea. And so that's that was me. I was like, okay, last week was pretty bad. Let's get back to tracking. Tonight, I went out, walked around for a half hour, and I'm, I'm slowly getting back on route here. And I, I know... Yes, I don't have all my tools. I don't have my exercise stuff. Things are packed up. Things are a mess. Uh, It's stressful and things like that. But you never quit trying. The one way 
that you will absolutely just not get your goal is by quitting. And so while I haven't had my foot fully on the gas, I have not put my foot on the brake. And as I looked up, I was like, okay, we're, we're, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm not super stressed about deadlines. And I'm starting to take the right steps to get going because as sad as it is to say, because they keep moving it back and back, you're going to start hearing the phrase holiday season. And remember, if we count Halloween, Halloween is three days. October 31st, we got Thanksgiving, if you're here in the States, and then you got Christmas. I guess we could count New Year's. That's four days. It is not three months. It's not October, November, and December. Keep that in mind because that's how you end up gaining the 10 pounds that you often hear that people do at the end of the year. Holidays are three or four days depending on where you're at. Let's stay focused. Let's get back on the horse and let's start doing the right thing. So thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much to everyone who's been joining the Logical Losers Uh, This is our accountability club. You can find it at LogicalLosers.com. Thanks so much for everyone, and uh, I hope you enjoyed. I just put it out. We do a thing, uh, Motivational Monday, where I find a video, and uh, today's was pretty interesting about a guy that's lost 200 pounds and how he did it and things of that nature. So if you need a little extra nudge, it's only $5 a month. Check it out, LogicalLosers.com. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to dip it. Thin. I won't kill you like thin. I want smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to.